It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Sean, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Jay! Guys. Jay! What up, baby? Max, go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm going to dive right in. No, no, no. <laughs> Nothing. Hey, I'm Max. Jay, how you guys doing? Oh, good, good, good. Yeah. Everything good? Yeah, How's the good. weather? You know, See. thick heat. Yeah, it's thick heat. A little muggy. It's a little, little muggy. Little rain Kyle a little Lowry heat out here. Yeah, it's not. It's not uh, the crisp warmth of uh, California sunshine. It's cool though. Like we were just talking about. I'm, I'm trying to hold on to summer as long as possible, man. Yeah. Because see, in New York, it goes like I love fall. One of my favorite times of the year, but it goes from fall to winter so fast here, and I'm just like I, I gotta hold on to the back end of summer. I thought fall and winter was the same. It feels in New the York. same. You know how Sundays are. No, I say in New York. <laughs> yeah, Sundays are like those woes. I feel like when I start getting like this time of August, I start getting like those woes. Anxiety about it ending. Like, oh, it's almost there. Because it really it won't get cold until what October. Yeah, I mean it depends on the September. year. Really, some years it gets cold fast, and other years it's kind of mild, but. It's fall in the the best time in the world, best place. Fall, fall and spring in New York, but they only last like a week each nowadays. When do the kids go back to school? September, September. after right after Labor Day. Yep. So that's when that's when the summer's over. Now. Yep. That's when summer's the summer's over, over when they go to school. Kid, did your did your smallest one? Did she start preschool already? Did yeah. I see that correct? That yeah. started already for y'all. Preschool yep. in August. In August? Well, it's like a it's a. Oh, like the program. It's. I was about to say it's like a two's program, uh, three, a like, two year old yeah, program. Yeah, I, I gotta say these schools three days, always, a, three days, three days a week, and thousands of dollars later. Yeah, right. <laughs> but these schools that start for like you know kids of 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 like elementary school age at least in August, some evil scientist came up with that's like from a from a James Bond villain brain. I don't know. You're gonna man. start school for kids when it's still August. My my daughter. Does I a swear we didn't go to school program. till September. Yeah. No, never, never. Right till September. Never. Yeah. You and we were off. Been. We got off. It felt like in June. In June. Yeah. Yep. And we never went back till September. Hell no. It's like the we first week of June. You would. You would have. A, it would be a revolution of kids if you tried to send us to school in August <laughs> back in the day. You know, unless you had to go to summer school, which I did at times. I mean, it's great but for parents. Point. It's great for yeah. parents. Yeah, yeah, but summer school was fun. That yeah, was, it was fun. <laughs> one class and the, hanging out at my homeboy's oh, exactly house because his wife, I mean, his mom school, and dad that, were gone. Summer school was all the bad kids. <laughs> of course it was fun. <laughs> what do you think was in summer school kids. back in the day? <laughs> no, I was trying to get ahead, Max. Sure, not okay. me. I, not I me. It was ahead, it was, not it was, catching up from behind. Yeah, not me. Bad kid time. In the summer yeah, school my kid. Yeah, your kids are in school, Jay. Yours should be going too right now, right? After Labor Day. After Labor Day. Oh, yeah, yeah, because the youngest isn't going. He's not going right now. Not yet, yeah. But, you know, because he, he'll be two in April. But here's what – Jay has we, him in Basketball Academy. We, oh, right. he's working. I, I'm working his ass on the court, though. He's already taking shots up. But it's funny, like, with all these ones programs, twos programs, threes. I'm like, damn, when, when kids even get to preschool? Like, when, when's kindergarten start? 
No, a kid been in school five years before is, kindergarten starts. Kindergarten, kindergarten is what five or six years five, old. Six, five, yeah, five. I think a big kid been in school three years before we even get to kindergarten. I, I think I just went straight to kindergarten. All I can tell no, you, no, I went to start saving up. Montessori nurse, nursery school, nursery, nursery school, school. They called it back then. Yeah, yeah. they just you ran it's around daycare, hit other kids, and played <laughs> with blocks and with stuff. That's what they do now: yeah. run around, play with blocks, hit other kids, bring yeah. home germs. That's yeah, exactly. Bring home surcharge key. That's the whole point. And I was about to say, <laughs> and you pay for all that. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Would you like to pay to have your kids transmit disease to you? <laughs> yes, please. Here are thousands of dollars. How much does it? How much does it cost to be sick all fall? <laughs> That's all. How much do. does it cost to be sick? All, and I and I, my daughter nose was running the other day. I was, saying, I was like, oh, I, get her I, tested. I, I just I'm like. You just had a, a runny nose a month ago. I'm just like, runny nose, COVID test. I'm like, I know we talked about this, but I feel like our immune systems as kids must have been impenetrable. Do you, in Washington Square Park, do you know how dirty that – when my mom used to take me to the water fountain if I got thirsty, kids all putting their mouths right yeah, on the – me- Oh, a billion kids? <laughs> my wife is carrying around wipes everywhere my kid goes yeah. outside. Oh, there wipe were no hands. wipes like, back she, then. She, she, we're here for man, another two hours. Think, come on, Just man. Ain't nobody think about no wipes back then. Back then, that's no. what I'm saying. No, man, I would, think about it. You'd be on the playground playing basketball, and the first thing you do is you stick your mouth underneath the water fountain. You <laughs> yeah. stick your tongue out, Ugh. and it's touching the metal. And then touching you know, the metal. Everyone's you doing that. the kids that. put their like mouths on the water fountain. Just on it. And then yeah. you know, in New and then York, you go right afterwards, like ah, uh-huh. New York, yeah. large homeless population, also using oh. that water fountain for all kinds of things. By the way, the sandbox. Oh, oh Max, Jesus, I'm telling you, Max. the sandbox had little empty whippet, contain, you know, cartons and 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 uh, all kinds of like drug paraphernalia and. Oh, it's Daddy, stunk in there. Daddy, what's this needle on the ground? I couldn't what understand. Was, like, <laughs> y'all need to stop that, man. What? That's it's real. It's true. It's That's so true. It's true, man. It's a hundred percent true everywhere. But come on, no, now. but New York is dreams. True. Yeah, it's a hundred percent true. Matter of fact, sometimes when my mother wouldn't let me play in a sandbox, I'd be like, "Why?" You know, I couldn't understand. Now looking back, I'm like, "How did she ever let me go in there?" <laughs> I can't even. I can't let it keep. Just to think we must that, have, oh, still navigate. We must have been immune to germs at a certain point. No, you called them. You well, just didn't know you had what it was that you had. Well, that key, you thought it was just a common cold. It was yeah. like, nah, man, it's something no, else. But bubonic plague, antibiotics yeah, can take care of it. Also, yeah, no phones, no way of checking up. Up, oh, see you at sundown. Yeah. Just yeah. go ahead. Good luck out there, kid. You'll make it. Yeah, there's no idea, no way of checking. Well, in the key world at all. is much different now than it was back then too, and we ran in packs. Yeah, and when you run in packs, it would you know it it, it detours people from wanting to try anything when you see six or seven snotty-nosed knuckleheads running around. Yeah. You're like, eh, probably, probably go somewhere else with this one. That's true, because I, I was allowed to ride the train when I was real little, the subway, but I had to be with my friends. Yeah, your crew. I had to be with my friends. Yeah, like, yeah I was many, riding people. As long as it was like at least one bus. of my yeah, RTD, right. the rough, yeah. tough, and dirty out here. When I was in junior high, in the fifth, in the fifth I mean, I was in elementary in the fourth grade. Yeah, fifth fourth grade, grade, yeah. I was on the bus. Yep. I would never put like my kids on a bus today. Yeah, like Wouldn't that's ideal, but you, but you know, it's sometimes it's just you and your friend, and you know, you're going to Brooklyn on the on the train on the, you know back in the day, you're nine years old. Wait, kid, kid, your kids don't ride the bus, school bus or a regular bus, school bus, school bus. Oh, they school bus they do. I'm talking about oh, the regular, the regular, bus, tra- the regular public bus. transportation. Public transportation was a way of getting around for us when we was kids. Yeah. I, I can't. I ain't gonna be able to do it now. No, can't do uh-uh. it. no, I can't do. It. I can't put my kids on the public transportation. 
No, I work too damn hard to put them on public transportation. Yes, That's I'm the spoiling them when it comes to that. New York has changed a lot, too. New York has gotten, like, basically only for the wealthy, and, and then you have some projects, too. But like it used, there used to be middle class, the whole thing, and that's not the case in New York anymore. So the the New York my kids are growing up in very different from the one I grew up in. And then on top of that, they're sheltered in a whole different way. Jay, we would take public transportation two hours away from home to go somewhere, yeah, with no problem at all. Yeah, we transfer bus to bus to bus to bus. Take the train out to Brighton Beach. In I the couldn't summer. imagine trying to even remotely educate my kids on how to. Get on a bus and try to transfer somewhere else. <laughs> no, not you couldn't even. No. I wouldn't even know what to tell them. I mean, I guess I grew up going into the city though on the train, like New Jersey Transit, then coming in taking the subway, learning the subway. But that was a different time, y'all right? Mm-hmm. But it was Completely such different a different time. time. Yeah, man. You know, yeah. back then we might have had two thousand weirdos. Now we got two million weirdos. You know, it's yeah, just like yeah. it's just it's not it. Speaking of weird, no, it's nothing to do with weirdos actually. <laughs> so here is a. Uh, Guys, Daniel Jones, I know you say, like, if you still don't know if you, what you got at quarterback after three, four years, you don't got it. But I got to tell you the truth. I, I, so I think likely he's not going to work out. But I, don't, I think the jury is still out on Daniel Jones for the reasons that Key was bringing up earlier, comparing him to Mac Jones. He's not been put in a good situation. And now this we're going to start. This is his, what, third head coach? Yeah, in yeah. Four, in his, going into his fourth season. Think yes. about this, Max. What other quarterback – you know, that had success off the top of your head in his first four years had three quarter, three, Only, three well, I think coaches. one comes to mind, and the success was fleeting, and that was Baker. Because Baker, they no, kept he, he, Here's why he didn't have success. Because he ain't there anymore. Yeah. yeah but but, but I mean, they made is. the playoffs for the first time in a long time. But the time. coach is. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's really the coach is what you're the saying. The coach yeah. is there, but the quarterback is gone. Yep. Yeah, so where where the quarterback stuck after three head coaches in his first three seasons? That's a know. good question. I'm sure, I'm sure there are examples, but there aren't going to be many. Have somebody tweet at us. I'm sure yeah. somebody will find one. One, maybe. But for the most part, that quarterback that has had three head coaches in four years, that dude ain't there no more. He ain't good. How many coaches did Kurt Warner have early in his career? He had Dick Vermeil. That's it, right? Like and, he was, and then and then he got hurt, and then Mark Bozier took over, yeah, and then they had yeah. Mike Martz. That was it. That was just but but Dick he Vermeil won. The whole time. He was discovered and won with Dick Vermeil. Yep. I'm talking about one year I got a coach, another year I got another coach, another year I got another system. No, I got it's, another it's, coach. it's a legitimate point about Daniel Jones. On the other hand, Key, when you asked yesterday, wait, he's going into his fourth year. Yeah, he doesn't have a contract. Yeah, he's done. Like you know, it, it's possible, Unless, but the odds are against it. Unless the odds are against it, right, Max? Mm-hmm. Unless he goes from zero to ninety, then you look at it and go, because he can't go from zero where he is now to fifty-five, right? And and be safe, right? He's got to go zero to ninety. He's got to be great. And, and ninety means he's got to be legitimately Pro Bowl. They've got to be the sixth seed in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. That's zero to ninety. If they win five games and, you know, six games and he's, you know, throwing for 3,500 yards and 20 touchdowns and 14 interceptions, he'll be home. So Mac, he'll be sent home. Mac Jones and uh, most of the Patriots starters, talking about the other Jones key, yeah, are not expected to play Friday against the Giants 
in the preseason opener, sources told ESPN's Dan Graziano and Mike Reese. And guess who is with us right now? Jay, I'll give you one guess. Who? Mike Reese, ESPN <laughs> Patriots reporter. What's going on, Mike? What's happening, guys? What's Mike, happening? Mike, why aren't the starters playing tonight? Uh, you know, I think I would sum it up this way. It's a marathon, not a sprint. And Bill Belichick has measured this out. And he's got joint practices next week against the Panthers and a preseason game. Joint practices the week after that against the Raiders and a preseason game. And I think he places almost a greater value on those than the preseason games themselves. Uh, You can control those joint practices. Injury risk is a little bit limited. Um, You can manage situations. So I think those factors sort of combine to lead to this decision tonight. What should we see in the offense tonight, though, even though the starters aren't going to play? What, what do you think that the Patriots are looking at in terms of their flow with the second unit, the third unit, the guys that will be in there fighting for roster spots? Start up front. You know, Dave, you know, there's been a lot of talk about the struggles of the offense through the first 12 practices of training camp, and a big part of that is like they'll look good when it's seven on seven. Like Mac is throwing the ball downfield, connecting with Devontae Parker, Jacoby Myers, Nelson Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne. The tight ends, like they have the pieces in the seven on seven. But when it gets to 11 on 11 and they bring in the offensive line, the run game, and the defense is coming after them, it looks different. And so to me, from a very just general sense, that's what I want to watch for tonight. Does the operation look like it can develop any positive momentum in a full-team competitive setting? Mike, how do you see Mac Jones having changed between year one and where he is right now approaching year two? That's a great question. I think his confidence in terms of asserting himself around the team. Last year at this time, I almost felt like he was deferring to Cam Newton because he's like, ah, you know, I'm not the starter yet. This is Cam's got the big personality. This year is completely different in the sense of not only is Mac asserting himself more, like I thought what he said two days ago when he said, I'll figure it out. I always have. I always will. Like that was a very confident sort of leadership driven statement almost to his teammates saying, hey, look, I know this doesn't look great right now, but we're going to get there. And I think, to me, that's the biggest change that I've seen from Mac, just his willingness to step out there. Mm. And, Mike, with that being said, I I know they're going to do this by committee, right? But have you seen – is that, you know, Patricia, Joe Judge, who have you seen the the comfortability with one of those? Is it increasingly more than the other for Mac Jones, like for him to have that confidence? Obviously, losing Josh McDaniels is a big loss, but who is he – trended towards having more confidence or more of a relationship with? Very, very hard to tell from just watching the practices. I think what I would say is he's talking the most with Matt Patricia. So tonight, what I expect we'll probably see is Patricia with the headset, with the play sheet sort of, you know, you know how you always see that picture. It's covering their mouth. And it looks to me like Matt Patricia is the lead play caller. That's what we've seen in practices to this point. Now, Joe Judge, the quarterback's coach, is obviously a part of that picture as well. 
And Bill Belichick has acknowledged he's spending more time with the offense this year than he has in past years. So it's, it's a combination of all three, but I think your question really hits at the heart of it. Like, who's Mac most comfortable with? Who does he feel like he can go to and get the answers he's looking for? And from my view, I guess I would say that's still developing. Mm. Mike Reese, ESPN Patriots superstar reporter, joining us this morning on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Let me ask you this out of the box, and, and you may or may not know, or maybe you've thought about it, or maybe it's been posed to you before and I don't know about it. If Jimmy Garoppolo becomes available because the 49ers can't get anything for him, they have to just cut bait because the salary's not guaranteed. Would the Patriots take a look at him and kick that tire? Interesting hypothetical. I think if everyone's healthy, I, I'd be surprised. You know, they, they, you know Bill Belichick. He's not too keen about introducing any potential distraction or mixed message in that sense. I'll tell you a quick story that actually stands out to me in this regard. Because like, think about it. If they did that, what would people read into what that move means? How does, is he really, does, does he lose in confidence in Mac? And it reminds me of 2008, guys, when Brady went down on the 15th offensive play of the season, and the Patriots had a couple quarterbacks that they were going to fly in to work out because they had to figure out what they were going to do the rest of the season. And at the last minute, I was told Belichick said, cancel these workouts. I want to make it 100% clear we're behind Matt Castle the rest of the year. And so I sort of tell that story with the hypothetical because it would seem to be sort of consistent with his thinking if that hypothetical came to the forefront. Uh So that said, when you look at the landscape, Mike, in the AFC in particular – you know, there are four teams that could all come out, literally could all come out of the West. The North is highly competitive. Then you look at the South and you think Tennessee or uh, Indianapolis, right? Like, because the schedule's softer there, maybe both of them. Maybe, you know, maybe a wild card comes out of there. The Patriots made the playoffs last year, failed to do so the year before. Brady won a Super Bowl. Um, you know, the, the Bucks still look good in spite of injuries and stuff like that. And a lot of it is still like, okay, what are Belichick and Brady doing without each other? Is there a mm. sense that you are getting about their view of this season for them? Is there, does it feel like there's a lot at stake? Is it just another season? What are you getting from, at, at, you know, from, from, from uh, Gillette? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think straight from the top. I mean, I thought owner Robert Kraft's remarks earlier this year is he expects results. He doesn't like the fact they haven't won a playoff game in the last three seasons. So I think a lot is, you know, from his view, he a lot is riding on this season. And it's not one of those years where they're looking at it and saying, oh, if we can position ourselves for 2023, you know, that, that's our year. Like the owner has said it, and I can't think of a, a more important person in the organization to set the way that, this franchise views this season. Well, that's a lot on the line. A lot for a, a second-year quarterback to have to deal with. Uh, a lot even for Bill Belichick and, and his at least the way he's perceived today, if not his legacy. And that's a lot from Mike Reese. Matt Patricia is the one who it seems that Mac Jones is communicating with the most. Jay? Saying it's interesting. Just something for us to follow. Thanks, Mike, as always. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate you guys. 
All right, but we're going to continue this conversation. And what are the expectations? Let's talk about the expectations for look. Robert Kraft wants to win in the playoffs. What are the expectations for Daniel Jones and the Giants after this from Omega Accounting? Is your small or medium-sized business still recovering from the pandemic? Omega Accounting Solutions can help. I'm going to share how Omega can get you $26,000 cash back for each employee you kept working during the pandemic with the employee retention credit. This is money you already paid the government. Call Omega at 800-704-2000 to get started. Or visit omegataxcredits.com and fill out the form for a free consultation. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus. Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. So, uh, can I tell you something randomly? Yeah. Since we were talking about Monte Carlo, I've never been to Monte Carlo. Yes, off air we were. We, did we yeah. do that on air? <laughs> well, we are, now we're talking I about I just don't remember. On air. Yeah, no, yeah. we didn't do it on air. Okay, so we did it off air. Yeah, yeah off air. You're the worst. On, off, whatever. On, yeah, it's yeah. all the same. It's all the same thing. It's all the same. Key, three bedrooms, <laughs> 2,300 square feet, $30 million. Monte, what? Yeah. What, what am I missing? But Monte Carlo's a tax it's haven like for billionaires, man. You get out of paying a lot of taxes if you have residency in Monte Carlo. $30 million for 2,300 yeah. square feet? Prince Albert lets you live there, Key. You, you know, And so all the richest people in the world have places there. Prince if you Albert. want a little house, it costs you, you know. Yeah, that's right. You see who brought it up? Max. 
<laughs> I've been to Monte Carlo <laughs> several yeah, times. Like, what, what, tell me about this. I don't. I don't know this world. Max, what, what's your apartment there? Eleven. Eleven and a half. The funny Let's thing see. is, wherever you have gambling all around the world, that's where you have boxing too. So I've been to Macau multiple times. I've been to Monte Carlo. I've been to, like you know. I've been to you know whatever big place has gambling. I've been there. Macau's cool. Macau's yeah. Macau's like Vegas on steroids, and Monte Carlo is like the Golden Triangle in Beverly Hills on steroids. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's it's a um, small, cute, quaint, but see, nice. Keith, I'm not trying to go to places like the Euro's already one thing, but like I'm not trying to go to places where I sit down. Or a cup of like, I'm like, oh, I'll take a cappuccino. Next thing you know, I'm like, why am I paying forty five dollars? Yeah, see, I don't know. I don't know if it's that. Yeah, I don't remember the food being that expensive. Yeah, I don't know if it's in. But yeah, the the real estate's expensive. Okay, just the real. I think the real estate is expensive. I don't know about the food and stuff like that. I know the real estate's expensive because to live there is the whole thing, Jay. If you live there, if you're a you know billionaire and you have a residence in Monte Carlo. I think you get out of so much tax, you know, so many taxes that that's why that's why the real estate's so expensive. It's a small little strip. But how are and, restaurants supposed to survive? Like you got to live there, right? You got, in other words, you got to pay. That's what I'm saying. Lease. Uh, no, but the restaurant, no, but the restaurants can survive because the cost of goods are not high. But how about the people running the restaurants? Where do they live? Yeah, they don't some- live in Monte Carlo. They live outside of uh-huh. Monte Carlo in certain places. Max's place in downtown Monte Carlo <laughs> is, you know, it's uh, what is it? Is, it? is it above the Gucci store or something like yeah, that? Yeah, three thousand square feet, Max. Yeah, no, a little two bedroom apartment, Jay. You know, twelve hundred square <laughs> feet cost a forty two million dollars. Forty two million. <laughs> Jeez. Chris Canty, co host of Canty and Carlin. Listen, Jay doesn't know about that world. He's a modest yes. working man. Yes. Key. Hard work. Yes. With hardwood floors. Chris Canty. What's going on, Chris? I don't know what conversation I just dropped in on, fellas. Y'all talking about real estate in Monte Carlo. Keep yeah. trying to let us know how the local economy works. Y'all got a whole lot of stuff going on this morning, man. That's well, every no, morning, we just, CC. We were, we were just discussing Max's place over there. And oh, yeah. then it's it above the Gucci a, store. A, a little different conversation about the price per square foot. When did Jay decide he was going to Google to find out because he's never been, and then Max was just saying how he bought his apartment for eleven and a half, I think, and then it's probably worth twenty now, and it's only a thirteen square foot. Jay doesn't understand that he's never been introduced to that world. He's a modest working man. It's been that very, made very clear to me to that he is a modest working man <laughs> and is unexposed to these kind of things. Uh, a, hey, a modest working. Man yes. that takes a private jet across the country when he decides to go to L.A. No, no, you can't yeah. say that on the air. Don't stop me. I don't. I, oh, I have okay. I have a, a non-disclosure agreement with Jay. He, I wow. We cannot mention wow. any private. We don't jet. talk about. Uh, okay. Hey, how how surprised are you? Are you surprised to hear that the Pats aren't starting Mac Jones or most of the starters tonight? What do you think of it, Chris? It's a departure from what Bill Belichick usually does, right? I remember when he had Tom Brady playing in the fourth preseason game and no starters play in the fourth preseason game uh, traditionally. So this is something that's different. Um, I don't know what to make of it. We've heard the grumblings about how the offense has been struggling. Um, But to me, this is one of those things where you have to give Bill Belichick the benefit of the doubt. We know the offense is going to be a work in progress. Some of the things that they're trying to figure out now hopefully will be ironed out by the time the regular season rolls around. And if it's not, then that'll give us this will give us ammunition to criticize Bill Belichick and his approach to trying to get this team and this offense ready to go this year. Yeah, I think what it is, Canty, is they they've got 
a couple of joint practices coming up with different teams here in the next couple of weeks. And so he's just using that more as a measuring stick to gauge where the offense, defense, or starters going to be. So it's not really important, I guess, against the Giants tonight as much as it is in those joint practices. What is important, well, though? Well, Key, 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 you say that? I wish Bill Parcells felt that way when I was coming along because you were on those teams when we had joint practices. <laughs> and Bill Parcells had us out there getting reps in the joint practices, and he threw us out there when we were having to play in those preseason games. Now, maybe not you, but but certainly Demarcus Ware, Marcus Spears, Jay Ratliff, myself, we was out there in them preseason games. Like that was that was a thing. So I mean, yeah, I y'all I, needed the reps though. Y'all wasn't very good. Y'all geez. needed reps. <laughs> we all started as rookies, <laughs> but we needed the reps. I appreciate you, bro. Straight up cold blooded, man. <laughs> no, I no, I get I get what you're saying, but I think you know over time philosophies change. Mm-hmm. You know, coaches, you know how they they think they change things from the way it used to be because maybe the way it used to be wasn't working at the level that it was before and they want to try something new and different. But the Giants starters will be in tonight's game, according to Brian Dable. If they are healthy, they will play. How is How important is it for Daniel Jones to be underneath the center tonight? Man, he need all the reps he can get. This entire Giants team has to improve, and right now – I don't know that there are a lot of guys that you can point to and say they're foundational pieces. You look at Andrew Thomas, foundational piece based on what we saw him do from year one to year two. But beyond that guy, I mean, maybe you circle Dexter Lawrence and say that about him. You You know, Xavier McKinney, Aziz Ojolari. I'm not even talking about the rookies, guys. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the guys that we've actually seen play in an NFL uniform. Like, mm-hmm. we haven't seen a lot of guys on this Giants roster that you would, you know, label as foundational pieces. So all of those guys need to play, including Daniel Jones. And we know how big of a year this is for him. But he needs to get the reps, especially in a new offense, right? This is going to be his first go-round trying to operate Brian Dable's system. So you want to be able to get him those live reps. And, and I get that joint practices play a role in that. And the Giants are slated to have some this preseason. But also being in an actual game situation, right? Having to go from series to series. Looking at the pictures on the sidelines and then trying to make adjustments. Those things matter in terms of being able to get Daniel Jones to a place where he's able to be more productive than we've seen him in his first three years. CeCe, if, if you're a Giants fan, and uh, you know we always make these games out to be like the Super Bowl because we finally get football back, even though it's preseason, if, what would be the one positive takeaway in your mind that if you're a Giants fan, you see tonight, you're like, all right, I feel like this is the direction we want to go? <sighs> I would say if you can own the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. Okay. That, that's where football is won and lost, and, and I think the investments that they've made the past couple of years on, on, on those areas of the team, I think that's what you want to see. And if we're being honest with it, Jay, because you're a Giants fan, yeah. when the Giants win the Super Bowl, what's the common theme? They're really strong at the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. Mm-hmm. Offensive lines and defensive lines. Every time. And so, and so that's what we want to see the Giants get back to. If they're able to form that identity – then we'll feel good about what this thing will be moving forward, regardless of who the quarterback ends up being, whether Daniel Jones proves he's a guy this year or not. Canty, what's up with uh, Kayvon Thibodeau? Is he, is he going to be legit, or are we going to still be trying to figure out what he is, and how important is he to this defense? 
Well, I'll say this, man. My guy, Wink Martindale, the defensive coordinator for the Giants, loves him. I was with Wink down in Baltimore my last three years in the league, and Wink reserves high praise um, you know, for guys that are actually go-getters. He, he's not going to sit there and blow smoke about this guy can do this and that if he's not legit. And Wink is high on Kayvon Thibodeau, what he brings to the table. He's got an amazing first step. He's still trying to figure a lot of stuff out. And you know that key, that outside linebacker position in an odd front defense, there's a lot of learning that's involved in the NFL, at the NFL level. Um, but this guy has all of the raw materials, all of the tools that it takes to be a wildly successful edge pass rusher in this league. And so I, I just think that this is going to have to be a guy that is, in, is a change agent on that defensive side of the ball. And here's the other thing. There aren't a ton of pressure players on the Giants right now on the defense, right? They don't have a ton of guys that offenses, offenses have to say, we got to stop this dude. We got to know where this dude is every single time. Kayvon Thibodeau has the potential to be that dude for the Giants. They desperately need it. And so it'll be, uh, it'll be exciting to watch him develop uh, this upcoming season in his rookie campaign. If Thibodeau and Neal pan out, Giants fans will remember this draft for a long time because you said Andrew Thomas. If you got Neal on the other side and you got Thibodeau rushing the passer, those are foundational pieces. That is Chris Canty, co-host of Canty and Carlin. Speaking of foundational pieces, thanks, Chris. All right, CC. All right, y'all can get back to real estate in Monte Carlo, fellas. That's right. Property per square foot. Let's go. That's right. <laughs> We're introducing Jay to a world. <laughs> We're introducing Jay to a world he's never seen from his humble roots and, and his – New Jersey, I'm not – his work ethic, he's never... I've never been to Monaco. I've never been to Monaco. I've never been to Monte Carlo. I haven't been Never been in a limousine. Never <laughs> flown first class. Jay is... Jay is like a... a I didn't say he had to Quaker. be extreme. Huh? I didn't say he had to be extreme. No? No. I don't, I don't. We're presented by Progressive <laughs> Insurance. Key, this I just dude. don't want to violate my... Uh, this dude over here. <laughs> NDA. You know, I want to be in... <laughs> Have we ever seen an ultimatum from the NFL... Like we saw Kevin Durant give the Nets. The answer after Key has this from NetSuite. Max will be lending Jay his keys to his apartment in Monte Carlo. If you don't know your numbers, you don't know your business, especially in today's economy. But over 31,000 businesses do know their numbers because they use NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite gives you visibility and control of your financials, planning, budgeting, and inventory so you can manage risk and improve margins. Everything you need all in one place. See why NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system. Right now, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexibility financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash KJM. NetSuite.com slash KJM. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Where's where's your favorite place you ever lived, guys? Like, Key, where's your favorite place you ever lived? Um, California. Yeah, but no California. Where? Did you have a certain apartment, a house? Were you single? Were you married with the kids, with a view, east, east, west of the 405? I'll tell you. South Beach. When you lived in South Beach, that was your happiest, Jay? Yeah, it was 24. Four to twenty-seven. Wait, in your mid twenties, as a world-class, rich no, world-class no, no, athlete. No, 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 no. I mean, I was hurt. I had got done playing in the G League. My job was, was making thirty. You still was rich. I was, yeah. dumb, I I was making thirty-five thousand dollars a year on ESPN. You. Yeah, yes. we, didn't say, we didn't say. I'm saying to, we didn't say. We didn't say what you were making. Let's slow down. Oh, really? One year of my deal. You so you had to bank that. It's all documented. Yes. Jay, you're still a young, famous dude on set. He was rich, and I didn't host first take for so long with you guys. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. You think I'm not trying to paint you in terms of the money? What I'm saying is, we all know how humble you you live. There you go again. But what I'm saying is, can I get back to my to be a famous young person with some with some resources on south beach in your mid-20s oh, yeah. i get it that's why i say it was my favorite time favorite time of life it's my favorite yeah, time of life and different. it was you <laughs> you know it was different different times for me so la obviously whatever but when i went to new york as my first four years you know that was great that was amazing right it was just wonderful i got married had kids and then eventually I, I get traded to Tampa, which is only a 30-minute flight to Miami in about a two-hour drive in a car or something like that, two-and-a-half-hour drive. And then I get divorced. <laughs> so I was divorced living in Florida, single, but I was rich. Like Jay's not trying to admit to that, but I'll cop to that. I didn't sign that. a big deal. I only had one year of my deal. No, but, but that was a good Keith time. Johnson and Jay Williams. That was a good time for me was in Tampa, because I used to be in Miami a lot, and, you know, just both moving around. You, are both of you, it has to do with being young, famous, and on South Beach. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> what's your best at South Beach? Because, look, Actually, man. Key, I even take it back. South Beach was great, but I, I spent about five or six months in T-Dot during the summer, Toronto. Oof. Yeah. I love Toronto. But see, I was, a, I, was a, uh, I was a guy's guy. I was a single man. I was, you know. Both so, single, both on South Beach. Yeah, I'm, I'm hanging out. I'm chilling. I'm young. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm living. Hell, that's what I worked all hard for is to be able to live. I, I, living in L.A., I got to tell you, I had a place in L.A. where every day I came home, I was like, I can't Man. believe. And it's sunny all the time. It's like, I, wait, this is life every day? I know everybody get fascinated with the Derek Jeter stories and stuff like that. You have no idea. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> 
You, you have <laughs> no baskets. idea. Jeter says it's not true. All right, we'll be back in 10 seconds. Sure. AJ. Ranky, <laughs> AJ. Key, you know what I was laughing about every time I went to Ranky Canyon when I lived out there? <laughs> the people would be walking all hard and their dogs be struggling. Dogs be struggling, but they still walking hard. Because it's yeah. all about how you look. And I'm like, y'all sweat out here? Why everybody trying to look all good all the time? Why are they walking on Runyon Canyon? It's more like Runyon. a scene than a workout. Runyon Canyon, I've only been to one time um, in the history in my history in Los Angeles. Living here, born and raised, I've only been in Runyon Canyon once. And I'm trying to think why I would. I, I was on one of them. Sure, I'll do admissions, Jay. You know, <laughs> one of those missions where you're asked to go, but mm-hmm. you don't want to say no because yeah. you want to finish the mission. So it was like, he was oh, yeah, okay, I'll go. He was scouting some property up in the hills. Man. Yeah, so I decided to go ahead and go. You know I, you know how it is. It's like, yeah, that was awesome. one of those deals. I wanted to finish the mission. Hey, you know, I was as I was listening to our rejoin there with talking about, you know, the tacos and the, the Runyon Canyon and all the different stuff. I, uh, you, you know this store, Jay, because you've seen it uh, online and you looked it up. Air One. Air mm-hmm. One has now become the 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 store the choice to hang out it's like a damn club in the in the front because they got all these uh chairs that you could sit and eat and do. jay i went by one the other day in studio city it was like a damn club man you mean like hey, the people, supermarket the high end yeah, yeah exactly. by the way it's 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 impossible yeah. to even say what it is Right, like it's, it's, a, it's in a super Max, you're not listening to me, Max. You're not you're not listening to me, Max. Though you got to listen to me. I'm it was like a club. Yeah, like 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 who goes to the supermarket? You had to see it though, man. It was uh, next oh, time I, I go, Jay. I'm, oh, I know. I'm gonna send some videos and some pictures. You can't really explain it. You can't really explain what it is. What like nobody is really buying anything significant. It's like. They got some juices, some food from the hot counter, and that's it. And they have and literally fifty dollars after two juices. It, yeah, and, and it looked ball. like they getting ready. <laughs> it looks like they getting ready to go work out or go on a run or go to the beach. They're literally dressed like this, like it's a day party at a supermarket. Yeah, like it's rehab so in Vegas. Oh, it's so unbelievable, man. I, all I could do was giggle when I when I rolled up. I just giggled. I was like, "People out here is unbelievable in LA." LA, LA. When are we going out to LA again? The vocal fry. Uh, uh. LA. <laughs> oh God, Air One. Uh. Air One. By the way, I uh, it's still it's still hard. Like if someone driving right now listening Have you been to, to us. Not a yes, but I don't even remember. Yes, the answer is yes because I know someone who has who stops in there all the time to pick up this or that. Key told me about this like what was that key like a year ago now? When you two, made probably two years ago. Yeah, two and years I, ago. I mean, I was like, yeah, well, what is this? Like, I don't know what this is. And Have I looked healthy it up. stuff in there and stuff. I said, what is what? What kind yeah. of high end? Yeah. Next level Whole Foods. Yeah. I ain't never seen nothing here's like this some, before. Here's some cut up watermelon. They do Get, yoga in the back. I'm like, y'all doing? <laughs> here's some cut up watermelon. Uh, what's your mortgage look like? You know. Yeah, cut up, cut up mar- watermelon for seventeen dollars. How many cubes? Four. <laughs> yeah, four cubes. But but four two of them cubes. are yellow, key. You know like, what I mean? They mix the yellow the ones hell? in with the pink. Yeah. I don't. I saw the the one near me. I saw a. Um, I've gone in. You know, I go in for to get the hot food or something like that if I'm hungry because it it really has a nice food bar. 
But I've seen a celebrity in there, right, Jay? <laughs> you say what's they up had, and you just let it go. They had, no, I just start laughing. They had a full basket full of groceries, man. And I said See, to myself, I can't. I said to myself, you can get that from Albers's. You can get the same <laughs> thing from Ralph's. You can get the same thing from Trader Joe's and Whole Foods. Why you got to have a whole basket full of groceries from here? Sometimes you got to be seen getting your groceries. The, you know? food, the food scene in L.A. is really excellent. Like, excellent. Not just like where you get the like you, restaurants, the whole thing. Hold on, okay. Let me ask you this question because I, I know some people in LA, and literally like the, the fame. Like, there's different levels of fame, right? But some people at that C plus B level of fame go to spots to be seen. Like Keyshawn, J. Will and Max. Yeah, they they want sorry. to be seen. C celebrity. Like, I wonder how much of that that moment that you saw. I don't know what kind of celebrity that was, but like, in order to buy. Food like that, just want to be seen. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, no, yeah. no, this this particular celebrity was, you know, they they work, they get work, they they're good, they get okay. work, they live in the but, they they live in the area. A the whole minus deal. B B plus um, B B B minus. I would probably say they're not pushing out three movies a year. They may get a movie every two years, okay. something like okay. that. All right. They they work they work they yeah. get work I mean they they legit but it's just the it was more about the groceries because you can get that same stuff from other grocery stores so to speak Air One has more independent private label stuff that's why it costs money because it's organic and it's organically grown and there's no this in it and that in it and if you want to eat clean I get it I understand it. But I don't need to. My they toasted name all O's. The I don't need they, to get yeah. toasted O's from there. I can get toasted O's from Trader Joe's. <laughs> Can you ever go to Nazawa back in the day in the Valley? No. Nazawa was a famous sushi place. Oh and, no, no, no! I've, I know, but I've never gone. Yeah, in the strip, in a strip mall in the Valley, and and Mister Nozawa, who was a Yankees fan and a fight fan, so we got friendly. It was the best sushi I ever had. Used to throw A list celebrities out of that place, Key, and they'd be online to get in. And if and if they were like, hey, could I have this instead of that? You know, like they had certain. He would look at him and go, "Please leave." <laughs> I used to see A-listers get thrown out of that place. See yeah, you later. They don't like to change up. Um, they don't like. It's like going to Sugarfish. They hate Sugarfish. By you, the way, those are his kids. That's Nizal, yeah, Those are Nizal's kids. Yeah, they won't let you. They won't let you switch up on nothing. You That's why I don't go. Wiggly's down in North Carolina. Let's go. Let's go to that. <laughs> Jay doesn't yeah, know this world. Spot. I don't know this world. Piggly Wigglies, baby. <laughs> when the guy come Jay over and wash the windows, sure, Jay? Sure. No, what? Jay. I, what? When, he, when is the guy coming over to wash your windows? Oh, no, man. We do that ourselves. Hmm. Well, one story. Okay. One I want to see you on the ladder on the third floor. One story. Not on the third floor. Not oh, the second Will floor. I'm sorry. Will Lamar Jackson be in the mix for the MVP this season? And could the Ravens win the Super Bowl? I'm flirting with the idea. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn J. Will and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.